and fucking girls, we're back. We're a little bit late, but that's fucking fine. We're going to make it work, right? Did you guys listen to the Friday morning betting show? If you did, you cashed a bag. If you didn't, you're sitting here wondering, why didn't I? Okay? Denny Hamlin, top five, cash at plus 200. The fucking, uh, finally, when we got odds. But if you follow me on my action network on all my social media, at Furlong Eric, underscore on Instagram, TikTok, X, everything out there. The uh, Denny Hamlin top five came out later on in the week. Um, uh, about like, I think it was Friday afternoon. I recorded the podcast about Wednesday or so. Um, so we got the Denny Hamlet outright up, uh, plus 1100. Uh, I, I saw on books, uh, I think it was bet rivers or something. It was plus 1200 and we saw the race. We're going to break down the race this week. We're going to break down everything leading up to the Daytona 500. And then we're going to talk about betting odds this Friday at the Friday morning betting podcast for the Daytona 500. We're going to break down our favorite drivers, who I think is going to win and who could be possibly a long shot. Um, so go follow me on YouTube everywhere in the link tree at furlong Eric underscore. Let's just dive right into everything, right? So let's pull up the notes here. The clash was amazing. Now, when the betting odds came out and I put out the betting podcast Friday morning, I recorded it on Wednesday. Um, immediately I was like, oh shit, I hear rain's coming. Will the race even happen? I was absolutely stunned what NASCAR did. If you follow me on social media, if you go, if you follow NASCAR at all, shouts out NASCAR for finally being able to go, hey man, let's move the race to the Saturday instead of waiting till fucking Monday or Tuesday and fucking over a bunch of people. So shouts out NASCAR. That was a ballsy, beautiful move. One thing I have to say though is uh, there was there was a lot of people complaining oh the heat races oh i don't like this format oh the qualifying sucks i'm so done with people complaining about everything nascar does they move the race to the saturday so we get the fucking race in and people still complain about how it's done hey we got a race we got a race in how about that how about that instead of fucking complaining about everything we got a race in it was i think a solid race and we're going to get into Kevin Harvick and Clint Boyer banter. It's beautiful. And I'm excited to see what Fox does. Stop fucking complaining about everything. So let's dive in first. So the fucking race gets moved to Saturday night at 8 o'clock. They do the practice. They do the qualifying or whatever. Amazing. We had Denny Hamlin. He's the fastest in practice. And you go, motherfucker. Fastest in qualifying, you go, motherfucker, we're feeling nice. Now there's some other names. Ty Gibbs up there. Kyle Busch up there. And I knew, and I was thinking about taking Kyle Busch uh, top five because I was like, man, even outright because I was like, dude, he's always there at the last two races at the Clash, at the LA Coliseum. He's been there. He won the Clash at Daytona before it moved to LA Coliseum. He's good at these Clash races. They unload fast, whether it's a Joe Gibbs or RCR for some reason at these clashes, unless you're Austin Dillon this time. That was a big fail on me. Um, but I can tell you right now, it feels goddamn good uh, when you see your boy Denny Hamlin up there. And I, and you guys know, I said on my social media, I said it on the betting pro- podcast, I said, let's start off right, Denny. And we put money on him, and he's fastest in practice and qualifying, and you go like this, you go, hey, Denny. Beautiful. We love you, Denny. This time. 
Don't fuck it up. We love you, Danny. Amazing. So then we go into the race, okay? And I'm starting to sweat a little bit because for some reason, when when I bet, I'm not just like some other people, when I bet, my anxiety goes through the roof, right? And I'm sitting there and I love it, right? And I love it. And it's, it, like, at the end of the race, we're going to get into that. My anxiety is floating through the air. It's soared like a rocket, like the, the, the plane I saw yesterday or whatever. I was sitting here on the couch and I looked at the window and there was a plane going... Because I live about like 40 minutes from an airport. That was my anxiety. Okay. Every time I bet, I got anxiety. So the race starts. Denny starts off not bad. He's clearing people. But then the long stretch comes, right? And I was actually kind of shocked, but happy that we got a bit of a longer one instead of the bullshit bumping and smashing into each other that we've had in the last two that everybody complained about, right? And I don't like that either. I want some long green flag laps. Let's see who's the fastest car. And obviously, Denny was not the guy on the long run. That was fucking Ty Gibbs. And if you guys listen to the the overall race wins uh, betting podcast for over half a win for Ty Gibbs, that shit's coming, man. He's he's he just needs to clutch up and stop making silly little mistakes of running. And we'll get into it in a second. But I'm sure he's gonna get it. He's going champion down the road down the road i mean joe gibbs like as long as when joe gibbs passes it's in the right hands and they keep the obviously because joe gibbs knows what he's doing he's got the right engineers for the job to be able to unload fast like denny and ty are consistently doing and ty had um uh, really close to having a lot of pulls last year he would be placing second or third in qualifying it's going to be fast and i feel like he'll just he's right there he's right there and to be honest, I'd rather see him get his first win in the regular season. It just means something more. I understand that it's nice to start off the season really well, and we'll touch in, touch on how much it does mean to win the clash um, down the road uh, later on in the season because there's some statistics now that uh, just short statistics at the LA Coliseum of what it does to your season. So Ty Gibbs is right there. I think he can. he's going to get a win. Go listen to that race wins um betting podcast uh because ty's right there and that one feels so so close he's good at road courses he's good at uh, intermediates are getting there he just needs some work to tighten it all up um and uh short short tracks he was good in the xfinity he's going to be good eventually in those joe gibbs cars at short tracks just gotta stop fucking around with joey logano and we're gonna get there so anyways we go to qualifying bro who who said to Christopher Bell and Ryan Blaney, scuffs, let's try him out. When they got out there, immediately everybody on, on uh, Penske and Joe Gibbs on those two teams, the 20 and the 12 team went, oh, well, fuck, I guess we're not making it. But luckily for Ryan Blaney, um, he made it on a provisional. There's one spot for whoever doesn't make it uh, and, and speed, um, whoever's the highest in points, and Ryan Blaney was there. Um, he makes it in. So <laughs> embarrassing for Christopher Bell and his team. Not the really the season that we want to start on. I think in the betting podcast for race wins, I said under uh, for his race wins because it's like this, man. I, I don't even actually, you know what? I think I didn't even touch it because it's just like this. It's a fucking, it's a wave. If you listen to the audio, it's like a roller coaster um, up and down. Oh, also, I didn't even touch on what I was wearing today. 
um, in the video, uh, and you guys, for the audio, I'll describe it to you. I'm wearing my Ron Hornaday uh, truck shirt. I'll try and pop something up on the video here if I can get a photo of it. If not, look at it on here. Um, the back is beautiful, all over print. Love the truck series. I can't wait for it at Daytona. It's so chaos. And we got a driver that's going to be driving it. Uh, got a Celsius sponsorship there. Beautiful. We got. I ended up finally bleaching and cleaning my Indianapolis Motor Speedway um, shark tooth hat with a little logo athletic on the side. Looks real nice. Feeling good. We're feeling white. Feeling very Christian today. Feeling like we're on a Sunday. That's what they do in church if you've never been to church. Don't be sincere with the Lord, my friends. Okay, getting weird, dude. Let's just drive right back in. Okay, we're all over the place. So, the the race is going on. We hit the halfway mark, and no MGK. Now, they're like, oh, it's because of the weather, all this stuff. I went, it's not because of the weather. That motherfucker ain't moving his schedule doing shit. That motherfucker doing cocaine. Okay. It's a Saturday night. That motherfucker's doing cocaine. He's doing booze. And he's doing it off Megan Fox's booty. You really think that motherfucker's going to be showing up a day early? He's going to be hopped up on coke, showing up to the class race just to do two, three songs, and then dipping, and then being like, I ain't watching this dog shit, and then leave it. So, <laughs> MGK... Didn't want to show up early. I'm sure they went and called, Hey, MGK, uh, can you, uh, machine, uh, can you please show up, sir? Uh, we have to move the rate. Fuck you, motherfucker, man. You gonna pay me, motherfucker. I don't know why I'm sounding so dark. Hey, my name's MGK. Yeah, um, I just have to say, uh, I'm not fucking showing up. I gotta do coke off Mega Fox's booty. Okay, I'll thank you. Bye. Okay. And that's how the conversation went. And then they went like this. Uh, we'll just pause for literally no reason. <laughs> We're literally going to pause just to put commercials in. And then keep going. Just because we said it was going to be halftime. I don't understand why. Also, shouts out Born and Raised for doing their collab uh, this week. Very expensive. Didn't buy shit. Because it was like $300 Canadian for a fucking Born and Raised NASCAR jacket. I knew it was going to be like 200 something 300 Fuck yourselves. Nah. The shirt's $75 or $100 Canadian. And I had to pay shipping and I had to pay customs. Not happening. Okay. So anyways, the race is going on. Halftime comes. We have, it was a long green flag uh, run. I think it was with like a lap or two ago uh, to go or whatever. There was a caution, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We move on. There's more cautions. Now, the one thing I was really pissed out uh, was we had, uh, I want to know what happened to Ryan Priest. Continuously, Ryan Priest would be just moving through the field, passing people on the outside. And you guys know if you listen to the betting show, we had money on him outright. And I'm sitting there like, he all of a sudden goes from, we go to commercial and we come back and he's 16th and he was like fifth and you go, or six and you go, what happened? And I'm tired of them not showing these guys because they're not going to compete for wins very often. That's one thing I'll complain about. Give these guys more fucking camera time. I want to know about Ryan Priest. This is why it's hard to have a connection with these guys is because you're not showing them enough. When he's got speed on these short tracks, show me Chase Briscoe. Show me Ryan Priest. Show me the speed that these guys got have. Now, I honestly thought Noah Gregson would have done a little bit better, but immediately it was having issues with his car, got spun around or whatever it was, and was down two laps with within like 20 laps. It was bad, man. It, it was that... 
I don't know what's up with that 10 car because when Eric Almarola was in it, it was good. But Noah Gregson also coming back um, for the first time in months or whatever from getting uh, his ass uh, handed a suspension or whatever. For like it's wild shit on Instagram. Uh, but we'll not get into that. So I was a little shocked that he didn't. But he made it in. So I'm happy with that. But there's some work to do in that 10 car. Um, anyways, so then there's some, there's some bump and some chaos. Bubba gets spun. I'm like, uh, and then Tyler Reddick gets spun. I'm like, uh, and then, um, Ross gets spun. I go, ah. but you know, who's still there, but in a late bet on Alex Bowman, Alex Bowman was there. Never really contended for the win, but Denny Hamlin still there falls back. I think the farthest he fell back was like six, six or seven. Um, but then caution started coming, right? Sometimes he would choose the outside. Sometimes he would choose the inside and he's slowly moving. It's like Kyle Larson. If you were watching the race, Kyle Larson, eventually I think it got up to second or whatever before the, uh, halftime. And, uh, he never really showed a lot of speed later on either. Kind of just sat around five, fifth, sixth, seventh the whole time. But then Denny just kept moving up and moving up and moving up. And now we get closer to the end of the race. And I'm sitting there like, motherfucker, I should have known Ty Gibbs is going to win this bitch. I'm sitting there and I got my top five. Now, if you guys don't know your unit bets, we'll go into that um, on Friday or whatever in the betting show for the Daytona 500. Um, For the early outright picks, um, how to lay out your units um, and go follow me on my action network. You'll see my unit allocations um, link tree in the bio. And I'll have to say that Denny Hamlin top five was going to cash me money and make me, I think a little bit of a profit, right? It just, if, and I was never in a doubt, even when he was six, I was like, it's never in doubt that he'll finish in the top five. It's going to make me all my money back. Right. That right would have been beautiful. And I was starting to really think, Oh fuck, there ain't no caution coming. And then, uh, Michael McDowell and Ross Chastain kind of get into each other. I think Ross hits the wall or whatever, and then comes down and hits Michael McDowell, whatever it was they explained on the broadcast. And I'm like, we've got a race. I think it was 10 laps to go. I tweeted out 10 laps to go, baby. And now it's a fucking race because now I'm sitting there going, explaining to the girlfriend, she's watching the race with me. The dogs are watching. We're all sitting there going, I said, babe, these two have a fucking history. Ty Gibbs and Joey Logano on the front row. Ty Gibbs chooses the inside. Joey's on the outside. I, I genuinely thought, I said, Joey should choose the inside. Because Denny's going to have to go to the outside. He's not going to do the third lane in um, or third spot in um, behind Ty and Joey. He's going to go to the outside. Um, and, and, and shockingly, Denny was actually very good at turning the car on the outside. So even I feel like he had an opportunity. He was going to roll off really well. But it was the matter of Ty Gibbs sending it too far in, right? And I, if I if once Joey chose the outside, I said, you fucked yourself, dude. You're not winning this, Joey. Ty Gibbs and you have a fucking history and he's running you up the track. And now I'm sitting here and Denny's behind Ty on the inside at the restart. And I'm like, Ty's going to send it into Joey. I predicted it, send it into Joey and Denny's going to cut and turn that fucking car and go around him. Now Ty sends it into Joey and we're going to get into them fucking losing their minds in the haulers later um, after the race. And then Denny goes and turns it. Now, we're going, we're going, we're going. And then Denny starts fucking locking up his front left. And I'm like, motherfucker. And then, but Denny never in doubt for top five, but it, for the race, when I'm sitting here going, motherfucker, he's fucking bald spotted his tire, dude. We're screwed. 
And so he starts diving into every every corner and turning it really well, but he's just getting so loose. But Denny's a goddamn wheelman, and he's a short track driver. He knows how to take care of his car. And Ty Gibbs is young, younger and more inexperienced by years, right? I think he's like fucking 21 or something like that. Let me look up his age here. Ty Gibbs. But I'm, I'm sitting there like just listening to him going, man, he's, he's going to be fine. He'll finish top three, right? Even though he's sliding his tires and shit. He's 21. Birthday's October 4th, 2002. Eh, too young, okay? There's nothing wrong with being too young. Okay. There's, uh, there's nothing wrong with it, okay? Anyways, let's go back and dive in, okay? So then they're they're driving down. Denny starts driving away, right? Ty is running it with Joey and all this shit, and it's just not going well. Eventually, at some point, Ty Gibbs ends up spinning out, getting his front end taken off by, like, Willie B or Alex Bowman. But then I'm sitting here and Denny's driving away. I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go, Denny. Let's fucking go. Let's start off our relationship right this year. And then some motherfuckers got a spin. And I think it was Ty. Yeah, it was Ty. That was the spin. And I'm like, this motherfucker wants to fuck me. This is why you're the devil. This is why you're monster energy. The, that old video or whatever that they have of the guy explaining the fucking uh, monster logo and it's how it's like the devil. This is what they meant. So every time you put bets on anybody else, Ty Gibbs likes to spin out or fuck somebody over and then fucking screw you. So I'm sitting here going, you mother. And I'm celebrating because I'm like, oh, they took the white flag. Forgot that the white flag isn't it. You have to get the checkered at the class race. So you have to get the checkered at this fucking race. And I'm cheering and shit. And then all of a sudden they go, ah, not Clint Boyer goes, not here. If it was another race, this would be over. And I went, motherfuck. Now I got to sit down. I'm like, now I'm sweating. He's bald spotted his front left. Kyle Bush is in behind him. Uh, uh, what? Fucking Joey's there and shit. And I'm sitting there like, I should have took Kyle. I should have took Kyle. Because here comes fucking Kyle, right? Well, then we go to the restart. And now I'm sweating. Fucking hands are moist. I'm like, motherfucker. And then Denny fucking starts sliding his tires again. and go, oh shit, here comes Kyle Bush. Nope. Denny fucking manhandles that bitch. And then when they come to the checkered and he's about to take the checkered and they go, we got to spin turn four or turn three. But he took the checkered anyways. I'm fucking, if you, got, if you guys follow me on all my social media, at Furlong Eric underscore, you would have saw my fucking reaction. Oh, bang. Threw my t-shirt on. Motherfucker, we won two Gs, baby. Come on. Now, turn southern there for a second. Don't understand why. Because I live in Canada. Live in Ontario. Don't even live in the country anymore out in Ontario. And you know what they're fucking buddy? Oh, fuck, bud. That's what they sound like. They don't sound like, oh, come on, brother. Not even remotely close. I'm fucking slamming remotes on the couch because I was hyped at the motherfucker. Shirtless. Got the beer gut going on or whatever for the race. Even though I go to the gym. Subtle flex. Go to the gym. But. Then he cashes us a fucking bag. We're up 12 or 13 units or whatever already for the year. Okay. Starting off well. Clap. Clap for the fam. Go listen to the Friday morning betting show. Available at 5 a.m. every Friday. That's where we make bags. Come on now. No, I can't guarantee. The Cup Series is my most profitable uh, profitable last year. 
the truck series in Xfinity that you get guys that are more inexperienced and fucking all the other shit. And it, it would have been very profitable year in all those other series. Xfinity was my worst one. And it's because of stupid late shit like Ty Gibbs kind of does and, and fucks you over. So great race. Personally, I think also the Fox broadcast, man, hey, another clap. The, the, so Mike Joy's getting older, right? Um, and he, I just like, he's that voice that we've always known, right? If you've been listening for so many years, decades, Mike Joy has been there for us, right? When you wake up in the morning, you go uh, on a Sunday, you go, Mike, 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 Mike. Yes. You're one person I can count on that you're never leaving me. And that's Mike. A woman will leave you. Your dog will leave you. But not Mike Joy. Mike Joy's a fucking man. So he he's there. And then Clint Boyer and Kevin Harvick, the chemistry they have, man. I am so excited for it. Keep it going. I think it was great. Their banter and stuff was hilarious. Kevin Harvick was great on short notice having to do it on a Saturday. I think it was great for his first time. I think it was great. I'm really excited because the last couple of years for Fox, man, has been dry, 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 dry. And we're all excited to hear Kevin Harvick's uh, take on the cars um, in the next gen and uh, the gen seven car. And I'm very excited for it. So clap up, clap up for Kevin Harvick, Clint Boyer, and Mike Joy. You guys are the fuck about, Hey, we love you here. So um, what else we got? I think that, Oh, then, then we had some fucking right. We had the beef. Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse, Michael McDowell, or, uh, and then I think, oh, and then Ricky Stenhouse. I love Ricky, man. Met him at Talladega at the dirt track down the street across, across the way. Great guy. Loves driving hard. Uh, I understand. Yeah, he won the Daytona 500 last year, but doesn't get a lot of wins. But, you know, tries to be competitive. Certain tracks earlier on last year, they had a fast car and then kind of fell off. But Ricky is is a, a driver's driver, right? And John Hernie Mitchell obviously did some bullshit in the first half of the race. Cause at halftime, you're not supposed to get out of your car and he goes and fucking uh, pulls down the window net or whatever of John Hernie Mitchell starts fucking screaming at him and shit. And I'm like, Ooh, baby. Then later on, Michael McDowell and Ricky get into it and they're fucking bumping and grinding each other. I'm like, Oh man, God bless brother. We love NASCAR because of the shit dude is the battle. Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson were getting into each other later on in the race too. I'm like, Oh man, I love it. I love the rivalries. Where's Netflix? We need them there. Cover everything. Every race. It's a lot of money. But we need you there. Then Joey Logano and Ty Gibbs. Now on that late restart or whatever, uh, when there was 10 laps to go or whatever, Ty Gibbs and, uh, or whenever it was. Anyways, late, on, late, late in the race. Ty Gibbs sends Joey Logano up. Ty Gibbs goes up. And uh, Denny Hamlin gets the lead, right? And then later on in the hauler, it's fucking Joey Logano, right? We don't like Joey. Ty Gibbs, I'm I'm like Denny Wright, roller coaster. Joey Logano, all smiley. Huh? Huh? Mm. Hi, I'm Joey. Mm. I'm Joey. I go to church on Sundays. Mm. I pray. And then when I get in the car, I'm the devil. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Joey. Piece of shit. What are you picking on a kid? Good for you, Joe. Hey, good for you. Nobody fucking likes you. If I see Joey Logano fans at the track, I go like this. F- How? Explain to me how you're a Joey Logano fan. Because I, I don't understand it. He ain't likable. It's a smile, isn't it? <laughs> if you see it on the YouTube, he smiles like this. <laughs> Can't see his eyes. <laughs> I'm sure you're a great father, Joey. Great husband. When you get to the track, you a dickhead. 
So fuck you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm getting too mad. Getting too hyped up. Getting too worked up. Let's reel it back in. Okay. Let it go. Anyways, great race. We got some heated rivalries already starting. Do they let it go because it's just an exhibition race or does it carry on? I'm telling you, the Ty Gibbs and Joey Logano thing has carried on since last year. So it ain't fucking stopping. Carson Hosevar didn't make the race, so there was no extra bullshit that had to be done with Carson Hosevar because I feel like something's coming. But Ricky Stenhouse always got a bit of a hot head on him. Love him. Joey Logano, Ty Gibbs, that shit's going to keep going. Now, Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace getting into each other a little bit. That's been a thing for like two years since Las Vegas. And I'm going to be talking about uh, me going to Las Vegas in a moment. Anyways, let's move into some news that we got. I haven't paid too much attention to the rest of the news uh, or a lot of news this this week. It was just all about the clash, baby, right? Follow me on social media. I was posting a lot of stuff about the clash. Um, Tony, Bre- Tony Breitinger, right? If that's how I pronounce her last name. Lots of sponsorships. You guys don't follow her on social media, Tony Breitinger. Beautiful lady. Young. She's got a lot of sponsorship dollars. Now, I don't know who her family is or how, where the money and the sponsorships are coming from because obviously her family knows some fucking people, but she's got Hot Wheels, Gatorade, um, Raising Canes, like the chicken place, um, now Celsius, okay? Let me adjust these headphones. It fucking hurt my ears today because I'm getting all hyped up and sweaty. The fucking fan's off. I'm fucking losing my mind. But she has got the money rolling in dude and uh, i hope that she gets more opportunities in the truck series uh i think she ran a couple times last year and she ran, mainly drives in the arkham and series um and then drives in some like i think she was driving like a toyota supra and some other random series that i don't really follow uh, at all really it's not even don't really it's i don't follow it fucking at all i just see her driving the hot wheels paint scheme and i go dude so sick man oh and she's sponsored by victoria's secret right victoria's secret toady Tony, unbelievable. Not in a creepy way. <laughs> Just good for you. Like the, the sponsorships is amazing. And she's, oh, she's going to be driving um, the uh, Tricon Garage number one truck at Daytona, which has a lot of speed. Tricon trucks have a lot of speed at Daytona with Celsius. Uh, Canada just got Celsius. I understand Celsius has been down in the States and I've had it and, and everything down in the States or whatever, right? The, the owners of it, smart businessmen, sponsor the right cars at the right tracks, the right guys at the right tracks. And uh, obviously getting in behind um, Tony Breitinger, smart because she's got, I think, 2 million followers on Instagram or something like that alone just on Instagram. I'm sure TikTok and, and X and everything blows it up even more. But Tony's got the fucking, I just hope that somewhere, somehow she can find a lot more um talent or whatever because she's not winning a bunch of race. i don't think she's won a race in the arkham menard series so um obviously she just has the sponsorship dollars and that's one thing i'll say a lot in nascar is like there's talent out there they just don't want the sponsors and if they did they'd be really good such as like matt benedetto back in the day or whatever or um who was the guy i named a couple weeks ago or whatever at the dirt track i can't remember anyways um, there's just a lot of guys that have a lot of talent. They just own the sponsorship dollars. And Tony, I'm not going to say that she's not talented. She's obviously has talent. Um, because the, the, even if they had the sponsorship dollars, they wouldn't be putting the money in, I would think. Um, but obviously I would love to see that in like other drivers though, too. So she's got congrats for her going to Daytona biggest race of the year, right? First race of the year and getting sponsored by Celsius shouts out. 
um, Riley Herbst of the Rick Ware Racing uh, car as a 51 or whatever at the Daytona 500. Um, Justin Haley made the final race or whatever for the Clash. The only thing is, is like usually I would put money like Kaz Grella, I think is in the 36 or whatever. Um, is he in the 36? Yeah, I think he's in the 36 uh, for Front Row Motorsports. And that was uh, at Talladega. What was it? Talladega and Daytona Summer Race or whatever. Um, Riley Herbst was in the Beast Unleashed uh, 36 car, right? And I would I, I put money on him because he's a good super speedway racer and he almost won the fucking Daytona summer race. And I'm sitting there like Kaz Grala, I'm not going to put money on him. I don't trust him. He hasn't been in a cup car. The 51 car for Riley Herbs. I'm, you know what? Even if they give me, if it was 200 to one, sure. I put five bucks on it, but I can't really trust the quality of that 51 car. Um, so you know what? I don't think it would be the 51. And he's got to qualify in too, right? So um, I don't know about the speed. I don't think it would be the 51. It would be the 51 or the 15 or whatever. One, one or the other. I can't remember. I'm just coming off the top of my head. Oh, by the way, can I just touch on this real quick? It's not NASCAR. But yesterday I was scrolling through social media. I thought I'd write this down and touch on it. Why in the other... So they announced North America or whatever... Um, for the where all the games are going to be hosted for the 2026 FIFA World Cup. Toronto and Vancouver's got two spots or whatever. Or, uh, no, they're hosting 16 or 18 soccer games, right? Why the fuck in LA is Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian announcing FIFA World Cup LA Coliseum or LA. What? And then you go to FIFA's fucking uh, post for it. Comments turned off or limited. Uh, because you know that is so stupid. Why? You could have had anybody. Anybody. Doesn't Dave, David Beckham fucking played for the LA Galaxy? You couldn't have had him. Messi plays in Miami. You couldn't have had him? No, you have to Kim Kardashian that's never kicked a fucking soccer ball in her fucking life. I don't watch the Kim Kardashian show or the Kardashians. Maybe she has, but I'm just assuming she hasn't. Okay, why Kim? Oh, because you want females to watch soccer? They watch soccer. They don't watch Martha. They don't watch them. They don't watch him as much as men. So why are we fucking putting Kim? Am I sexist? Maybe. Maybe. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Just saying, why? Doesn't make any sense. Anyways, I just want to touch on that because it's fucking stupid. Even the girlfriend went, what? Why? It's not how she sounds, but. Oh, and also so excited I'm going, so I'm going to Vegas. Um, we're leaving February 28th um, at night or whatever, and then flying in. We're going to land at like 11 o'clock uh, February 28th um, that night in Vegas for the race. Uh, obviously, you're going to hear more about that in the next couple of weeks. We're uh, this coming Wednesday, will be three weeks away to, until we leave. And then uh, we're going to be there all weekend. But I fucking got a book to hopefully get it, right? It says Camaro. 
or something similar. So like a Mustang maybe or something, because I'm not settling for anything less than, than that. I'm not going for some fucking Nissan. That's not fucking happening. I book a Camaro, I pay the money for a Camaro. I fucking want a Camaro. If I have to drive in a Mustang. I fucking will. Toyota Supra, give it to me. But Camaro, book the Camaro for the weekend, the four nights we're going to be there at Las Vegas. I'm so excited. We're going to drive around. We're going to do hiking. I'm going to take a lot of videos and post it up, um, a detailed uh, review of the track and everything. It'll be my first time there. I'm so excited. But to rip around in a Camaro, we're gonna. I'll try and have like a vlog. If I can remember to record everything, because um, sometimes I'm going to have a couple drinks, but I have to drive, so probably not. Um, but to rip around, stay in the Trump Hotel in a Camaro, I'm fucking, that's so America. We're a big clap guy today because we're so hyped on Denny. Okay. Denny plus 1100 top five plus 200. Boom. But we're hyped on it today. We're big claps because of Denny. The Camaro's booked speed weeks next week. I'm fucking excited. Um, and that's, uh, pretty much the pod, man. Go listen. Um, we th- next week. So this Friday, we're going to have the odds of like who I think is going to win the day 2500. Um, the, f- the Friday after this, uh, so two weeks from now is going to be, um, uh, like the Friday of the truck race and everything. I think that would be the 16th, um, was when that episode will come out. Um, yeah. So February 16th, I'm kind of fucking all over the place here. February 16th, we'll have odds for top fives or top tens and all that shit or whatever. But this coming Friday for the pot, uh, hot pass podcast betting show is going to be just outrights. Okay. And then, uh, and it's going to be a, a bit of a short one cause there's not much detail, but, um, then we're going to have the Monday morning betting show or Monday morning show next week. Um, coming out at 5.00 AM your local time. And, um, and we're going to, and we're going to have episodes every single day leading up to the Daytona 500, um, Friday, Saturday, we're going to have breakdowns of the races. We're going to, it's going to be a busy weekend for me. And I hope that you guys listen and like and share and subscribe every episode, every every Monday, Friday, and then Speed Week episodes are going to be crazy, and then we're going to go back to regular scheduling. Okay. Um. So next week we'll dive into it as well on um next Monday, but qualifying is Wednesday at eight fifteen p.m. um on the fourteenth, Thursday, February fifteenth uh, at seven p.m. is the first dual race, and then dual two is eight forty five p.m. Um, February 16th at 7.30 p.m. Um, on Friday, February 16th is the truck series. And then February, and I'm going to be camping out probably for sneakers for that. So I might even have a vlog for that. The The Jordan bread reimagines, they're all leather Jordan 4 breads um, are coming out. So I'm going to be sitting out in the cold uh, streaming the truck race. <laughs> and you guys will it, follow me on all my social media if you want to see that shit. Because I'm going to be freezing my tits off. Maybe message me, keep me company or whatever. Because those sh- those sneakers are straight bias, son. Jordan 4, Bread Reimagines. February, I think they come out the, fe- the 17th. But I'm going to have to camp out all night for those in the cold. Um, so February 17th at 5 p.m. is the Xfinity Series race. Going to the night. And the Daytona 500 on February 18th at 2.30 p.m. I'm fucking excited. This has been the Hot Pass Podcast. Go like, share, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Um, Hit that uh, notification bell on YouTube as well, including Spotify, Apple, everything, to make sure that when the new podcasts come out, such as this, since it's late, make sure that you go get that notification so you know when the new episode comes out. And uh, that's been the podcast. 
Go listen to the Friday Morning Betting Show pod. We already started off hot. If you didn't listen to it, you know, you snooze, you lose. But this is where we make fucking bags. And this has been the Hot Pass Podcast with your boy, Eric Furlong. We got NASCAR drips. We got the vintage shit on. And we're feeling nice. I hope you guys have a great Monday or whenever you listen to this, have a great day. And go listen to the Friday Morning Betting Show. That's where we cash bags. Have a great week. We'll talk to you Friday. See you.